Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, the athletic director at Muskego. He is Ryan McMillan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing really well this morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. So taking Hudson plus 30, that didn't work out well for me. Yeah, it. Uh, we, I don't think anybody <laughs> saw that coming. Um, it, it kind of a perfect storm transpired. Our kids played really hard, did a lot of really, really good things. And I think, uh, I think Hudson, the second quarter just got away from Hudson. I think they kind of mismanaged the wind a little bit and we were on a 40 yard field for like five straight possessions. And that's that's not what you want to do against, you know, the Muskego Warriors at this time anyway. So, no. uh, they, they got some really nice looking kids. They got a great program. Uh, they, you could tell their operations and setting up and how they're doing stuff was really good, but yeah, the, the game just got away from them and ballooned on it in a hurry in the second quarter. And, and that's all, all she wrote. Hey Ryan, real quick, we're going to, uh, we're going to be joined by Dan Brunner here in a minute, but I wanted to run down today's show at 10 15. Um, Craig McClelland, who is the head football coach at Union Grove, is going to join us. Uh, 10.30, Rick Hoppert from Martin Luther. 10.40, Brian Lear from Cedarburg. 10.45, Dan Lutz from Menominee Falls. 11 o'clock, our superhero of the week, uh, Brianna Rite from Brookfield Central. 11.15, Ken Krause. 11.30, Matt Harris. 
11.45, you and I will kind of wrap this, wrap our arms around today's show and talk a little bit about some of these games coming up. Um, we're now joined by Dan Brunner. He is the executive director of the WFCA. Hey, Dan, um, how are you doing this morning? Good, good, Mike. Hey, taking a look at, at the matchups, taking a look at, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit different, obviously, than what we have in the in the past. But what's your first kind of reaction to and, and uh, looking at who's playing who? What's your first reaction to this? My initial reaction uh, is really, really good, really, real positive. Um, if there was any drawback, it would have been that there are a couple of, and a lot of them are at the lower levels, a couple of mismatches that had already occurred earlier in the season. But it was a monumental task. And I, I just think overall, uh, in light of the situation we have in front of us, the WIAA did a, a really good job, you know, in consultation with uh, the people that we had there and then um, going back and forth throughout the night with a couple of ideas, you know, first of all, it, it was just tough to, to decide how to bracket everything because right. the numbers were changing. And, and I think they got that right on and staying with the 32 team brackets and then just to, uh, adding those four teams at the end of the smallest division, but overall really, really good. I mean, there's some good football that's going to be played in these next oh. two weeks. Boy, yeah, there's no doubt. And it's interesting because, you know, we talked about in Division One, Muskego, who's going to get in that? Is it, is it going to be Arrowhead or McGuanago? Is it going to be Marquette? Well, well, Brooks Central made sure it wasn't Marquette. Yeah. And yeah. so then, you know, you look and, and Arrowhead beat McGuanago. So they slid into what I think is probably the toughest matchup having to play Muskego. But when you look at that four-team, Muskego, Arrowhead, Menominee Falls, and Franklin, I think that's probably the class of the whole bracket in whatever division you're going to um, yeah. And then you look at a couple other ones. A team like Hartford, we had talked about Hartford last night and said, look, if they could beat Cedarburg, they might be able to get into the better bracket. They got the yeah. one seed, but it's not in the better bracket. No, and, and, and you know, and that. That was um, that was the, the brackets where you look at it and you say, okay, you know, who who should bump into that? And, and it just strictly probably went by, you know, Seaver came into that game with only one loss last night. Right. And Hartford beat them. Hartford had some really quality wins. But then on the flip side, they, they had a couple of hiccups, which cost them. And, you know, and, and in fact, you know, John Redders was my defensive coordinator when I was – I just texted him. I said, hey, John, you know, what a great bracket. We got the little ten reunion going there. Yes, and, you do. <laughs> you know, which is really cool. I, I think it's, you know, because we're not playing for a state championship per se, you know, it's like make the most of it. You know, you get to play those teams, you know, that that um, we haven't seen since the little ten dissolved. Yeah, I, I that part is pretty cool. Hey, Ryan, your initial reaction, if you take your, your AD from Muskego hat off and just a high school football fan, um, your initial reaction to some of the matchups? Ryan McMillan, are you there? All right, yeah, hey, Dan. We, okay, oh, good. Thanks, Ryan. Hey, uh, you're, if you take your hat off as, as the AD at Muskego, 
What is your initial reaction to some of the matchups? As a strictly football fan, I do like a lot of the matchups. Um, I think in the, the fan world, and the only thing that's missing is seeing the end game and all of it, you know, and, and who will, you know, debating or having those conversations at the campfire with friends, family, whoever, on who do you think will make it through and everything that's great about a true tournament. Um, we're missing that, but some of the matchups are really, really good. And um, I do think some of the matchups will change as time goes on here from now through Monday and maybe Tuesday because there are teams that I already know are, are dropping out and are not going to participate. So um, we'll see. I think our, our bracket is obviously loaded and kind of the de facto Division One state championship. And um, we're kind of excited about that and, and see what shakes out. Well, and our second guest today, head football coach at Union Grove, you know, they're out. Wauwatosa West had to pull out. Um, and I, it'll be interesting to talk to Craig on the other side of the break because he said, look, we're going to be looking for somebody to see if we can get more games right either that Friday or Saturday here in a couple of weeks. So, you know, Union, a team like Union Grove, who had been playing really well, um, would have made some changes in – you know, in the bracket that they would have been in. But I think I'm with Dan. I think overall, when you get a chance to see some of these matchups, you get Brook Central against Brook East. And, and again, you know, I think that's going to be both teams are playing pretty well right now. And when you get, you know, Waukesha West and Waterford, I think is going to be a pretty good matchup. McGuanago, you know, for I feel a little bit bad for them. Kenosha Indian Trail is not having a very good year. And McGuanago is a quality team who – beat Kenham Rain last night, and they, they've got the one seed, but against Kenosha Indian Trail, um, if Burlington and Badger, those are two really, look, Burlington had one hiccup against Union Grove, so, and and you know how Badger plays at the end of the year, so that actually should be a pretty good second round matchup with, um, and I think McGuanago will probably take care of their business um, against Indian Trail, so I, I, I commend them. You know, I do. I think this is a really difficult thing to do, Dan, and I'm sure that the WFCA guys you had up there uh, helped them out quite a bit with this. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, and you know, I look at another bracket. I've already talked to Bill Young this morning. I'm sure he didn't sleep at all. He's trying to get all he can on Elkhorn. But um, you got, you know, Catholic Memorial, Elkhorn, Whitefish Bay, and how about Martin Luther knocking off Lake Country and, and – uh, um, that's a great bracket that that they got there. I mean, there's going to be some good football games in that bracket. Yeah, I talked to Jake Walter last night, and, and look, I didn't realize they were going to play my boys over at Martin Luther, but they haven't given up a point in like nine quarters. I know. And he, he said, man, we are flying to the ball. Now I got to text him and say, be nice to my Spartans. What are you doing over there? But you're thing. right, Elkhorn Catholic Memorial – um, Whitefish Bay and Martin Luther. I'm wondering if Lake Country Lutheran had won that game, how that would have changed everything. Um, you know, I'm I feel bad for them because I, I know that uh, Cedar Grove Belgium is a really good football program, but uh, Shoreland Lutheran is is down a little bit this year, and so they they were really hoping to get two quality games. Lake Country Lutheran was, and and I know Shoreland Lutheran will do everything they can. Um, to keep that a competitive game, but they're not having that good of a year. And Lake Country Lutheran, who's undefeated, number one in the state in their division, did not get the, did not get a real quality bracket in my eyes. 
Yeah. And, and I'm with, you know, I'm with Ryan uh, uh, with the, the reality that there are going to be a few teams that are going to drop out and say, hey, I, we're, we're not going to do that. We're going to try and schedule a game on our own in light of the fact that there is no true end game. And um, these, this is basically to provide two more weeks of football in this unbelievable predicament we're in. Um, and so, you know, again, I, I applaud the WIAA for providing that for our, our players. And, you know, if they, you know, there's still going to be some great football played if they stay in the brackets. And if they choose to go elsewhere, at least they get a couple more games. Well, the, the other one that I looked at, and, and I've got friends up uh, that play, um, uh, they're part of the Lakeside Lutheran program. And if, if they can beat Edgewood and Lake Mills beat Mauston, that second game up in that area for Lakeside Lutheran and Lake Mills would be something that people would be talking about. The first time they played went right down to the wire. And to get that, to get a matchup there again, what would be incredible. I think both teams would enjoy that. I agree. Hey, Dan, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Wasn't it nice for you to be able to go to bed and sleep last night rather than be up in Stevens Point till 4.30 in the morning? I still stayed up till, till 2. We were, we were kind of texting back and forth with Tony Viola and actually Travis was up there and, uh, you know, just kicking around some ideas. So, yeah. You should have you should have just made the drive then, Dan. Yeah, at least not having to make the drive. I believe my wife appreciated that too. Uh, there you go. Dan Brenner, thank you very much. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break. Talk to the head football coach at Union Grove. Man, you know what? I'm sure they're hurting right now and they've had a heck of a year. And we will talk with Craig on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is the Athletic Director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. We are now joined... He is the head football coach at Union Grove, and, and man, what a rough week this must have been. But Craig McClellan, hey, uh, Craig, uh, feel bad for you and the boys, the Broncos at Union Grove. How are you doing? Well, for, hey, thanks for having me on. Um, uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a tough week uh, just with everything that's happened and, and, you know, with how the season was going for us. Um, the fortunate thing is, is everyone's, uh, right now, everyone's, uh, healthy and everyone's, uh, you know, looking, looking forward to, uh, hopefully, uh, another game coming up here, uh, on the 19th or 20th here, but it's been, uh, definitely a, a rough, uh, couple days for us here at Union Grove. Hey coach, how, so is it 14 days from whenever I, and I don't know when this, this started with you guys, but is that what the protocol is right now? Yeah. So it's generally, uh, and it is 14 days from, uh, from the, um, positive tests, I believe, or from the oh. symptoms. Uh, but it's just, you know, now it's just kind of just wait and, 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 you know, see what happens. Um, right. So we're, uh, we're just, we're quarantined right now and, and it's just something that we're dealing with and it's, it's not fun. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I, I'm sure. And I feel horrible for your seniors. Look, 
you know, you, be, you started, you beat Badger 27-21 and Elkhorn, Stosha Central. Uh, the one that opened a lot of people's eyes, I think, was the Burlington game, Coach. And, and, you know, somebody in the Southern Lakes every year does this to me, where I'm looking at one team and I'm paying attention and, and we have, you know, set up to have 10 hanging on. And, and then you guys go out and beat him 28-14. And he texts me the next morning and goes, man, you should probably not have me on. You should have Craig on because they, they beat us. They beat us bad. And I said, no, I've been promoting that you're coming on. you got to man up and come on on. And he did, and, and I appreciated that. But it's always one of you boys in the Southern Lakes that makes a guy like me look like he has no idea what he's talking about. Did you know coming in, Coach, that you guys had a chance to be, to be a really good team this year? Yeah, I mean, just, just knowing what we had coming back, um, I thought we were going to be a really tough team. I thought we were going to be a really tough team defensively. Uh, as well um so it's just something that you kind of see unfolding and you see it um you know in that weight room uh you'll see all the camaraderie you'll see that the boys just working their tails off and that's where where you know i I first started taking notice like man we we really might have something uh this you know weight room commitment can translate onto the field um i mean we have the pieces we have the players uh and and i just i feel like the boys really bought in um starting in the off season you know that's that's where you you uh definitely get bigger faster stronger and you come together as a team and that's that's where they they definitely did it so from then from the summer uh, i really thought we had something special uh union grove so hey ryan how difficult must this have been for craig and his staff and we'll ask him how they handle it but i'm wondering from from your end as a former head football coach you know kind walking now athletic director where you've got to tell these guys hey look you know we are four and oh we'd probably get a one seed but guys, we got to shut it down right now, and we're hoping to get one more game. Ryan, that had to be very difficult for Craig and his staff. Austin, do you have Ryan back on? All right. Yeah. Well, we're okay, there. You go. It. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It. It's got to be. It's. It's super frustrating because I can't tell you how hard everybody who is is working to play these games yes. and be in compliance and be civically responsible and do all this stuff. Everyone is working so, so hard to give these kids these opportunities. And then when an opportunity gets taken away, it, it's just demoralizing. And it's, it happened to us, you know, at a couple of our lower levels for two straight weeks. And you see the pain and the hurt on those kids. I can't imagine what's going on with the uh, the whole program over at Union Grove. And it, I, I feel for Coach, I feel for his players, and it's a tough deal. Hey, Craig, let's ask you how uh, how you guys handle that. And I, I, I'm sure that you just feel horrible for these seniors. Um, how did you guys uh, talk to these guys and, and tell them what's going on? Yeah, so first we, uh, you know, we, when we first heard about it, we uh, obviously not knowing all the details. So you just send out a huddle message saying, hey, guys, uh, practice is canceled for today. So that was on a, uh, on a Tuesday. Um, practice is canceled. Um, and then it turns into finding out all the details and then sending out, uh, uh, you know, hey, we are now shut down. Uh, then the kids get uh, they get a letter from the school. Um, so then after that, once they get that letter, they, they understand, like, the uh, severity of the situation that we're in. And uh, so after they got that, we then ended up having, a, uh, uh, like, a Zoom call with all the boys, and we just kind of laid it all on the line for them. Uh, we were up front, just honest with them, giving them the facts that we know. Obviously, there's still some uncertainty 
as to what's going to happen, but we just talked about possible scenarios that happen. And I mean, you could just see, see the kids faces just hurt and heartbroken. And it was, it was definitely one one of the toughest things that I've had to do as a head coach. Hey, I had sent you an, uh, a text about another team in a similar um, uh, place where you guys are at. Uh, I'm wondering, how do you then approach, do you have to approach the WIAA? Was it, would it be more school-related where, look, we're not going to be able to have but one or two practices, but yet we want to play that last game um, before the season shuts down? Who, who would make that decision for Union Grove whether you can find uh, one more matchup before the end of the year? Yeah, so I would always just go to my AD. So I'd go to uh, Dave Pettit, uh, who's yep. been d- doing an amazing job and uh, definitely not uh, jealous of him right now. He's dealing just with so much stuff uh, going on just with all the, the COVID-related issues and, and you know, that that can't be fun for him. Um, but it would be that would be my first stop would be going to my AD and just trying to reach out to other schools. Um, and just see if they would want or be available to play that that uh, Thursday the 19th or Friday the 20th. When, you know, I tried to look it up last night and couldn't get it. Do, what do we know that the uh, first day for opening for deer hunting? Do you know what that so date that, is? Yeah, yeah. So that's the 21st. <laughs> so, so you got to uh, get this done by the 20th. Yeah. So I mean, we I definitely wouldn't want to push it to the 21st uh, just because you know you have a lot of people who are going up north or, you know, taking off and going hunting. And, um, you know, that's something that, that we don't want to kind of mess around with. So we want to make sure that we, you know, for sure get a game uh, just for the program, for the seniors, just to have some type of closure for them. Um, but also we want to try to make it a meaningful game. Uh, it's something, you know, we were 4-0 and kind of buying for hopefully a one seed in that, in that regional playoff that they were having set up. Um, so we want to definitely try to find a game that's going to be, uh, you know, meaningful to the program, meaningful to the seniors to play. So, do you, hey, do you know what would you with this grouping? Would you have been um, Division One or two? I believe we would have been two. I think we would have been one of the biggest Division two schools. Okay, so look, looking yeah. at yeah, yeah. So you're looking at you know, pro, you they would have probably got you into that Catholic Memorial, yep. Whitefish Bay, Martin Luther. And they would have maybe taken, you know, somebody made them a two or you would have maybe been a two and then Martin Luther a three in Bay. I, or I don't know what they would have done with that, but that would have been a pretty good grouping to be in. Yeah, I mean, looking at it and, you know, you look at, at everything that comes out and just being where we're at, just kind of like the helpless feeling like, oh, where would we have been? Where would we yes. have fallen? And, and just looking at what I what I saw with the grouping, I, I would have definitely thought we would have been in that CMH grouping. Uh, probably a two seed, um, given you know CMH is CMH, um, so they would they would have been the one. Right. Um, but yeah, just just the just the what ifs, uh, you know, it just it sucks thinking about it and it sucks looking at it because we'll never really know, you know. Boy, I'll tell you, I feel, Coach, I I thank you so much for for being willing to come on um, this show and 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 talk about that part of it because you're right, it just does suck, it does, and you know, thank goodness that. You know, we got some games in, but but boy, when you're playing the way you guys were playing, and then they have to shut it down, it's just got to be as painful as they come. If there's anything I can do for you, um, let me know as far as finding a matchup. I know that you guys will do a great job on your own, but if there's any phone numbers or anybody that, that I can reach out for you, let me know. And, and we'd sure like to know if you guys are going to be playing 
um, that night. We're, that Friday night, we're still doing our scoreboard show, and if you guys are playing, we'd like to get it covered. Absolutely. So I'll just keep in constant contact with you, giving you updates, and I'll definitely be reaching out to you uh, to uh, you know use your resources as well. That would be awesome. Craig, thanks a lot. Um, good luck, and, and, and uh, look, those boys don't need to hear anything from a guy like me who didn't talk about him as they were rolling through some of these schools, but you let them know that I said congratulations and, and uh, I would do anything I could to get them one more game. Will do. Thanks, Mike, and go Broncos. You got it. Go Broncos. Hey, um, let's say, hey, Ryan, before we get to a break, because we've got two guests on the other side of the break, man, I just, like you said, it's just so painful. I don't know how, as a head coach, you, you know, you talk to your senior captains and say, guys, we have no choice. We need to shut this thing down and try to get them to understand that this is bigger than just Bronco football. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, we talked back in August and we talked about, you know, civic responsibility and doing all those things. But then we also talked about how all of our school officials and public officials have now become the judge and the jury and, and the police all at the same time of this thing, right? So it uh, it's not an easy decision, but it is it is what has to be done based on the data that they may or may not be seeing down there. And, you know, their, their school leaders are making the, making the call, and, and Coach and everybody else are being good uh, society members and trying to keep everyone as safe as possible and just making the tough decisions. And, Hopefully it's the right one, and, and I, you know, obviously you and I don't know enough about it, but we just respect nope. what they got to do and support them. And again, you hope for the well-being of everybody and and keep their their little pocket of Wisconsin moving forward. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll have two coaches with us. Uh, the next segment: Rick Hopper, head football coach at Martin Luther, and Brian Lear, head football coach at Cedarburg will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is the Athletic Director at Muskego, He's Ryan McMillan, our next guest. Head football coach at Greendale, Martin Luther. Boy, they get a big win last night. Coach Hopper, that's a big win you guys got beating Lake Country Luther in a sister school, undefeated. And I know there's, there was a lot of talk, at least in the circles I run, Rick, about that game. And you guys uh, came out on top. Well done. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, going into that game last night, you know, there is uh, there is some, some family sibling pride in this one, right? Certainly being um, a sister school and, and being in the association without really any history, they're kind of a, a natural rivalry, even though it, it's kind of theoretical. Um, so, you know, knowing what, what they are and what they do and the success that they've had, um, it certainly was a, was a really, really big game for both teams. Well, and this is the first year you guys are in the same conference. And basically to be able to say, look, we won the Metro Classic now. You know, it was a 21-16 game last night. And I know that uh, from the, the people that were at the game that I was getting 
you know, not only on the air but text messages. You know, defensively, you guys you guys made some big stops. Offensively, I know your son had a big game. Uh, receivers had had pretty good games, but uh, up front, your offensive defensive line took care of business. They they, they really did. Um, they both teams had really good game plans to take away um, what each team wanted to do. Um, so it, it did come down to some of the, the war in the trenches and we were just fortunate to come out on a, on the right end of right end of it. Hey coach, when you woke up this morning, I, I, th- I would assume that's what you did or you waited up last night and you got a chance to see your bracket. Um, I looked at it and went, Holy cow, like Catholic Memorial, um, Elkhorn, Whitefish Bay, and Martin Luther. We had Jake Walter on, and I'm sure you guys have seen this, but they haven't given up a point, I think, in nine or ten quarters at this point. And yeah. he, he's real. He loves their defense. Certainly, and and when we, you know, when we were last night after the game, it was more more or less, you know, it's out of our hands. The WIA is going to do what they do, and we're going to go play who we play. And but when we saw it, it was. It was a little bit shocking to see that D two and and the challenges that are in front of us, but it is what it is. You know, hey coach, I'll tell you this: just talking to the head coach at Union Grove, had they not been, um, you know, shut down because of COVID, he said, "Look, we were undefeated and we would have won the Southern Lakes, and that's the best bracket, right there." So he said, "I think we would have been with Catholic Memorial, Whitefish Bay, and Martin Luther." And you had Union Grove to that bracket, and Elkhorn's, you know, nothing to sneeze at, but boy, Union Grove is tough. And for him to come out and say, I think that's the best bracket in Division Two, and I think that's probably where we would have gone. That there, boy, I don't know the last time Martin Luther's gotten this kind of respect for their football program. This is a lot of respect you're getting. Well, thank you, and and I don't I don't know about that. There's, you know, there's computers and and talk about all of that. Um, but we're just, we're just happy to be playing. And, uh, again, we're just going to go and, and do the best we can with, with the cards that we've been dealt. And you get a home game, which is, is awesome. You get, uh, you get Whitefish Bay that plays on turf to come over and play at Martin Luther. And, uh, it, it's going to be a good challenge for, for you guys. Hey coach, um, last question and we'll cut you loose playing, um, and coaching your son, he's having a really good year. Are you enjoying this? Are you? And please tell me you're taking snapshots, you know, and to keep these uh, to keep ideas and, and memories up in your head. Uh, but are you guys enjoying this uh, journey together? I I am I am enjoying it. It is it's a blessing to be able to to do this with him. And and I just have to pause, you know, occasionally to to just sit back and realize what's what we have and and what he has as for weapons available to him and it's it's been special oh it, it it's definitely been special if you look at the stats that you know he's he's he, this year he's 81 for a buck 29 and i don't know if this is including last night or not but he's got 19 touchdowns and you're right when he's got you know some of the guys that he gets to throw to you know severe campbell and, and jacob hartlob and a couple of these other guys have you know, these are guys that, that go up and get it. Uh, the guy that was on the sidelines the other night, there was a jump ball kind of throw that he had to Campbell, and he said, I can't believe this kid went up there and got that, that, that ball. And 
So uh, it's just been fun, I'm sure, for both of you guys. And and uh, ride this thing out, man, as long as you can. Play well against Whitefish Bay. And, and uh, if you get a chance to play either Elkhorn or Catholic Memorial, do the same thing. But, Coach, I... You know, there's a lot of respect right now for the the program over at Martin Luther, and and it's fun to talk to you about meaningful games. Well, thank you, and and I, I appreciate it. And yeah, we are just we're we're so happy to be to be playing football, as we recognize that not everybody who wants to play football is playing football. So we just feel blessed and want to make the most of our opportunities. That's Rick Hopper. coach. Thank you very much. Tell your staff that I'm really proud of them, and certainly tell Brady that. You know what, uh, we're talking about Martin Luther football on the radio, and that didn't happen quite a while ago, so it's good to be doing that. And good luck on uh, Friday against Whitefish Bay. All right, thank you very much. You got it, Rick, thank you. We're now joined by the head football coach at Cedarburg High School. I spent about an hour and a half with him this week in the pick and save in Grafton. I don't know if he's ever going to talk to me again <laughs> after, you know, going and getting beat by, by Hartford. Hartford played really well last night, Coach Lear. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing okay. That's a, that was a rough, uh, that was a rough loss for you guys, but I don't think that it, it really affected the bracket side. Do you think it did? No, not so much. Um, I, I, um, I don't think it had much impact uh, at all, maybe a little bit, but really um, we kind of expected to be in a similar grouping that we have now. And, you know, we're actually, you know, we're excited to be playing last night. Uh, we got off to a pretty, pretty rough start, you know, credit to Hartford. They came out right away and uh, were sharp, sharp right off the bat. And we rallied and came back in the second half and, and made a game of it. And um, really how our kids have played all year, was pretty indicative of how they played in the, in the second half and finished strong and had a chance. And now we're, you know, geared towards the playoffs and we like the bracket that we're in. Uh, you know, it's always exciting to play schools you haven't played before um, that aren't in your area. You know, we're going to play uh, Kakana and, um, you know, on the other half of the bracket, um, if we're fortunate enough to win, you know, we have a rival in Germantown uh, or another school, um, you know, that we haven't played before either. So, um, with the limited playoff rounds, we're you know, really excited for those opportunities and, uh, you know, for our kids and for our program. Well, Coach, I've, I've heard a lot of uh, things about that, that Kakana team and that they're, they're, it's a pretty tough team. They're tough-minded and, and uh, they get after it a little bit. I know that, that Germantown, it, it, it seemed like after an incident that happened right before halftime, that Germantown came out and played really well, and it sounded like they took full control of the game, and Kakana kept coming back. They got him in overtime. And I'm sure that uh, I would think Jake Davis might be a phone call. I, that's just me, an old basketball coach, telling you. But, yeah, I don't have to tell you that. Right. Hey, Coach, how were the kids uh, after the game? And, and uh, I'm sure that now that they understand that they get a chance to play a really quality opponent like Kakana, um how are they feeling and, and wondering what the reaction for these boys was uh, after the game? Well, you know, it had to be a quick turnaround. And, you know, they were, uh, you know, they were upset after after the game, disappointed that uh, certainly that we lost the game. Um, and, you know, it stung quite a bit. Uh, we, we told the kids, you know, we're going to let it sit there overnight. It should it should hurt. You know, you put the time and effort in and, uh, you know, you got beat by a good team. But we also said tomorrow morning, you know, we're going to have to wake up and it's a whole brand new season 
and the excitement of the playoffs um, will get us turned around rather quickly. And they they were here this morning, um, excited about the opportunities, feeling like a you know a fresh season, and uh, they're ready to get uh, prepared and and play against what we know will be a really good team. But we told the kids you gotta you, you should feel bad overnight here, but you're gonna have to flip it and uh, you know make sure that we're enjoying as we did all. Year long, the message to them was: We're fortunate to be playing football each week is a blessing, um, and let's take it in that in manner. And uh, that certainly was the message last night. And they woke up this morning uh, just ready to to uh, do that. Hey Ryan, how difficult? And you've been through this. How difficult is it, you know, to go into your last game and and be you know feel like boy, this is a game that that if we play well, we get a chance to win, and you get beat. Now you've got to turn around you know, in a short notice in four, five, six days to play against a team like Akana that you've never played before, but you got to get your kids prepared for that. How difficult is it, Ryan McMillan, to be able to get your kids to to, to change, you know, to, to feel bad overnight, but then get after it the next day? Yeah, it's difficult, but I think uh, as you take a look at life, you learn way more in any failure that you've ever had than any success. Um, you're always going to learn more in your failures and, than success. And it sounds like Coach has already started that reflective process with the kids to dive into what can I do better, how can I change, how can I adapt um, and learn. And if it's a learning experience and you grow from it, it's probably better for everyone involved in the, in the bigger picture of the game of life, right? But there's no doubt it's difficult. I remember uh, we had a season – back when I was at another school coaching and uh, the superintendent forced us to play on a Thursday and didn't, uh, didn't uh, cross-check with any of the athletic directors or the coaches or families or anything like that because they wanted to get on TV. And uh, we ended up losing a close one, and <laughs> our people were in a bad place. And it's, it's tough to come out of that, but, again, we start looking about, you know, controlling the controllables and, and working together and being a family and, how do we make this family stronger and then try and move into a playoff type scenario? It, uh, if you do it, it's really, really good for those kids in terms of life development. That's what we're in this game for. Yeah, bro. Hey, Ryan, was that like, was I in the sidelines for that one? <laughs> I don't know. You might yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate you not get, taking a shot at me like that. You know, hey, Brian Lear, thank you for coming on today. You tell those boys that I met at the Pick and Save Out in Grafton, that's a class act. Those are some really yeah. nice young men. And, and uh, but we'll, we'll be rooting for you against Kakan, and we want you to go up there and, and uh, take care of business against the Galloping Ghosts. All right, Mike. Appreciate it. We got some great kids, and uh, I yep. know they'll be ready to go. So thank you very much. Yeah, it was really good uh, catching up with you again, Brian. i got to be honest, it's been too long. So thank you for your time the other night. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Mike. You, you got it. He's Brian Lear. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, talk to the head football coach at Menominee Falls. Dan Lutz is going to join us, and then we'll talk about that bracket. He's in 11 o'clock. Our Kurt Electric Superhero of the Week, uh, Brianna, Brianna Rite from Brookfield Central, will join us the second half of the show, Ken Krause and Matt Harris. Muskego and Arrowhead. Man, that's going to be a good matchup, and we'll talk to those two guys on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan and Mike McGivern, Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego is my co-host, our next guest, head football coach at Monopoly Falls. Dan Lutz, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing, Mike? Good. Hey, I uh, took care of business last night against Wisconsin Lutheran and uh, 7-0 undefeated. And you get, uh, in, I guess, the this is the premier bracket that you guys are in, Coach. It just is. You got the three seed. You play Franklin. The top half of the bracket is Muskego and Arrowhead. Um, that It's the marquee bracket, I think, throughout the state in any division. Got to feel pretty good to be part of that bracket. Yeah, we do. It's going to be a great opportunity for us. I mean, for me, it took me a little surprise. I mean, you go 7-0, you don't have a home game, but it's a different type of year we're in. So, um, yeah, it's a great opportunity for us. Yeah, it, it it is. And you're right. You don't get a home game. You're undefeated conference champs, um, as Franklin and, and Muskego are as well. It just is, is going to be a challenge for Menominee Falls. That, that Franklin team is, you know, defensively plays really well, and, and they score a lot of points. If if I was not in studio, that would definitely be one of the games I'd say, look, I, I have to be at that game. That That's going to be a good one. Hey, Coach, we had you on a few weeks ago, and, and you guys have some really talented seniors and, and juniors and have all bought in really well. Did, have you, did you guys meet up this morning, or will you meet up at all sometime this weekend? Well, as a coaching staff, we'll do our stuff tomorrow, and then we'll get everything ready by Monday. And talk so to the kids. I, I think it'll be it'll be good for our kids because uh, you know they want a challenge. They don't they didn't want to play a meaningless bracket, so for, they got what they wanted now. So they, um, you, be, be, that way, it's a great it's a great thing. Be careful what you ask for, you know, because yeah. you want to play it yeah. meaningful. That that is the that is like you, if you looked at all this, um, I we were talking. Look, who's going to get in with Franklin and Muskego? Is it going to be Menominee Falls? Is it going to be Marquette? Well, they got beat. Is it going to be Arrowhead? Going to be McGuanago? But I think yesterday, the more people were talking, the more I think people realized it was going to be Menominee Falls would be in there. I don't think anybody figured out what what uh, what seed you guys would get or who the fourth team would be. But man, knowing that uh, Franklin, Menominee Falls, and Muskego were going to be in one of a, the four team pod, I think that's exciting to people because people want to see. You know how good Miami Falls is, how good Franklin is. I think they have an idea how good Muskego is because they've been rolling on some teams. But boy, it'd be fun to be able to get a chance to play those guys as well, don't you think? Oh yeah, I mean, if you want to beat the best, you got to beat the best. That's the old saying, right? So I think they WIA put the best teams in that bracket, and now we get to go play and see see what happens. Hey Ryan, you uh you have seen Franklin up close and personal last couple of years. I think Lewis Brown and I've said this on the air. You know he's a defensive coordinator and a head football coach at Franklin. Does as good a job as anybody in the state when it comes to um, you know scheming and and getting their defense ready to go. Uh, you're a big fan of Lewis Brown and the stuff that Franklin does. Ryan McMillan. Yes, absolutely, Coach Brown. Uh... Does the little nuances. He'll take chances. He'll he knows that he can't defend everything, and um, he's going to work his tail off to to get Franklin in the best position. As I know, Coach will work his tail off to get uh, Menominee Falls in in the best position. And I think uh, the other thing that we're not talking about uh, with Franklin right now is that dynamic quarterback. And 
Um, I think he's still playing. Hopefully he's still playing. You just yep. never know nowadays with who's, who's personnel is where and, and what's going on. But uh, honestly, I think of our bracket, the Franklin Menominee Falls game uh, is very interesting and, and could be a, a shootout um, and a very enticing game, I guess, if you will. Yeah, like I said, I think, Dan, I think if if I wasn't in studio, there's probably three games throughout all of the brackets that I would go, boy, that's a must-see game. And I think this Falls-Franklin one is. Um, do, do we have any idea, and this is for both of you guys, are, are they going to continue having where it's just two, you know, two parents or two tickets per player? Um, are, do you know if WI were able to open it up a little bit to get more people at these games, Ryan? Do you know that? Yeah, it's going to be local control. Uh, basically, uh, what your county, your region, your school has uh, has done or is okay with doing. Um, most places have, have once it's hit tournament time has gone to uh, four tickets per athlete slash player, but some have only done two. Uh, it just kind of depends on, on where you're at and how you're at and, and what your local health officials will allow you to do. Um, hey, um, Coach Letts, have you heard it all from Franklin, what what you guys are allowed with this? No, usually that comes out a little bit later in the week. Uh, like Ryan said, it's it's all local control, so it'll be up to them. Hey, the, the seniors on this Menominee Falls team, you know, I got a chance to, to meet some of those kids Um and I'll tell you what, they, they those kids had fun, man. They the three captains that that I had a chance to meet, um, they you can tell very quickly that they hang out. These guys are friends. And I'd asked the one kid about another um, player, and I said, "Hey, how good is he?" And he said, "Quite honestly, that's the best football player I've ever played with." I go, "Really? Because you play with some really good players at Menominee Falls." He said, "That's the best player I personally have ever played with, right there." So, you know, things like that, when one, one guy is saying things like that about another guy, I think it's just, it's a really good sign for this team and this program. And, and we've had that conversation, Dan. Uh, I'll tell you what, if, if, if you're going to play, you might as well go ahead and play Franklin and, and see if you can't get them and then uh, get a chance to play either Mosquito or Arrowhead and finish the year, you know, against some really quality opponents like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great, like I said, it's a great opportunity for us. Um, we're looking forward to it, and we're going to work our tails off to put ourselves in a really good position. So, um, hey, can't wait. You guys came out of that uh, the Wisconsin Luther game healthy. You beat them 55 yeah. 13, and everybody's healthy. I didn't find, I didn't see the box score. Um, did uh, either of the two, the receiving brothers, how many of those, how many of those touchdowns did they have last night? Uh, let's see. I, I don't have it right in front of me. Evan yeah. scored two, I believe, and. Quentin scored one, but actually one went on a reception and one on a kick return. He had a punt return call back touchdown. So they were they were active last night. Yeah, those uh, those kids are fun. And, and it's kind of funny because Quentin, when I asked him who's the better receiver, he said, come on, man, I am. I'm the older brother. I'm better. <laughs> he started laughing. He said, now going over the middle, maybe my brother a little bit. But, um, boy, they have fun uh, playing football together and, I'm a big fan of uh, of that kid. He was uh, he was fun to meet. He he did a great job when we had him on the air. Hey, Coach Lutz, good luck. Um, you've got a tough uh, tough putt coming up against a quality Franklin Saber program, but um, good luck to you and your staff and your players. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having me on.
You bet, Dan. Hey, Dan, thank you very much for coming on. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week. Brianna Retay from Brookfield Central High School. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 